Dear Mr. President, the women of South Africa have something to say. We are brave, powerful, fierce, bold. We push boundaries. And we feel that it's time for change. So that we live in a country and a world where we are no longer victims. One where we're equal to our male counterparts in every single way. It's about time we stop talking and make some changes. This woman's month. We're taking a stand for gender equality. We're creating a tangible symbol of hope. A symbol of courage, a symbol of tomorrow. By changing our coat of arms. The highest emblem of the state. To be truly diverse and inclusive. Mr. President. The coat of arms currently depicts two men. We appeal to you to move South Africa forward. Let our coat of arms reflect and represent us, the women of South Africa. Endorse this movement. One man. One woman. It's a small change. But it's the biggest message we can send to anchor our collective commitment to a woman. Help us use this commitment to elevate ourselves. Instead of letting it victimize us once again. Mr. President. Will you stand with us? Will you change the coat of arms to make the change for her? And change our nation forever. Sincerely, the people of South Africa. Powerful message there sent by many amazing personalities of our country and the coat of arms. We are going to welcome Katie Katapolis, who is news director at Newsroom Africa. Let us welcome her very warmly here on Hellenic Radio. Kalimera, Katie, well, good morning to you. Good morning, Yula. Thank you for having me again. It's really an exciting project. I mean, you've always got exciting things going on at Newsroom Africa. We've had you on from the beginning of lockdown. You have updated us here on Hellenic Radio and let us know what's been going on. Tell us about this exciting movement as I see it, about the coat of arms, how it began, what everything is that we just heard. Just give us a background. Well, Yula, it all started about three weeks ago when I received a call from an industry colleague at uh, Razor PR to say, I need to ask you a question. Have you ever noticed the South African coat of arms? And, you know, the immediate question is, well, no, of course I have. Of course I have. It's on our passports. It's on our birth certificates. You will see that the two people in the shield are two men in our coat of arms. Wouldn't it be a fantastic idea to try to get the government to change the one man into one woman. So at least we've got proper representation. And the thinking behind it, Yula, is if we are going to be truly committed to gender equality, if we're going to raise issues about gender-based violence as well, we really have to be an equal society on all levels. So changing something as simple as our coat of arms, which does now represent two men, we think is an important step in moving South Africa forward. It's a very powerful message. I wonder in other parts of the world if their coat of arms also represents the country correctly or is it also just males in the coat of arms? What do you say to people who say, oh, it's just the coat of arms, is it that important? Would it make such a difference? You know, you, like, you raise a very, very interesting point because our Change for Her campaign has been met with so much positive feedback. There are, however, people who ask questions exactly like that and who say there are so many other issues in our country, issues of poverty, issues of crime. Shouldn't we be focusing on that because that's also going to end up costing us a lot of money? Our answer is actually a very simple one. To say we are not a one-dimensional society. We are certainly not a society that can only do one. And the reality is that this is a very small change, but it's huge symbolically. 
South Africa deals with so many issues of gender-based violence all the time. We saw our numbers skyrocket mm. during the first part of lockdown in particular. And ours is a call to say that if this is there in all of our subconscious, then I really believe that we are making positive and tangible strides in the right direction. We can't keep talking. We can't just keep having talk shops. We've got to do something that's a lot more tangible. And what better way, Yula, than on something that represents us on our birth certificates, on our death certificates, mm. on our passports. What better way to show that this truly is a South Africa United for men and women. Right. You know, when you look back in history, so many things were little things, yet they made a big difference. So many things that people or generations before us accepted, our children today would not accept. So I think this is all part of this movement, part of this change. And I love the way you say it's the subconscious that we have to now change through a small symbol sometimes, symbols being very powerful as well in our country. How has it been received, this wonderful campaign that you started on Women's Day? Oh, you are so well. The large majority of the feedback that we've had has been so overwhelmingly positive. And in fact, you know, I've got some really important news to share in that, you know, we wrote this letter to the office of the president and they've written back to us to say that they've acknowledged receipt. And in fact, just yesterday I heard from the president's office that this is now going to be forwarded on to the Department of Arts and Culture Recreation because that is the department that will look into this together with the National Heraldry. Did you know South Africa had a heraldry? <laughs> and this is an office that looks at all of these very, very symbolic symbols. And so there has been some movement. I can also tell you that I'm hearing from sources within the president's office that it's created a lot of debate and they're calling it a very interesting and worthwhile worthwhile discussion that must be had in the country. That's fantastic. But walk us through from the beginning because there was such excitement. We saw your Facebook page. We saw from Newsroom Africa. There was much hype about something, a surprise that was going to be introduced on Women's Day. How did you plan all of it? And then on the 9th of August, we had the reveal. It was an extremely hectic 10 days, I must tell you. We had to work very, very fast to get this plan into motion because this is not a campaign that ordinarily would be launched in 10 days. Mm. Normally, campaigns like this take weeks and weeks and sometimes months to put together. But because we felt so strongly about it and because the support was there, we were able to get South Africans that we had targeted, South Africans considered to be influencers, high-profile mm. people, to offer us and to lend their support. So it was the behind-the-scenes were crazy. It was a period of having to record everybody. It was the scripting of the letter to the president. I must tell you, that took a very, very long time because we wanted the tone to be right. We didn't want it to be accusatory. We didn't want it to be confrontational in any way. We didn't want it to, to set a negative tone. At the end of the day, there are opposition political parties who can, who can call out the president for what has not been done in our country. The media calls out the president for what has not been done in our country, and that's all good and well. We wanted this particular campaign to have a forward-moving tone and a constructive one so that the engagement could also be constructive. So the scripting of the letter took a very long time, and it went from, you know, draft one to draft seven oh, until wow. we found, yes, until we thought, now we've got it. Now this is a letter that is very much about meaningful engagement, that is constructive, and is saying, let's work together 
to make things better. You know, I'm a firm believer in you can catch more bees with honey. It was a very positive tone and wonderful to watch the video and all those personalities reading the letter out. So I think you've definitely achieved it for that letter. Very positive and correct about the honey. So that was definitely our intention. And then, of course, that was followed up by a social media campaign, the creation of the hashtag change for her, the creation of a press release that went out. And we've had so much interest in this, both from local and international media, for that matter. And, of course, we're calling on South Africans to show us their support as well by signing up for this campaign, by signing up and by saying, I, too, support the change for her campaign. I, too, would like to see a meaningful difference being made. Where do we go for that? Is it hashtag change for her that we type into Google? What is it exactly? Is it on Facebook? So, Gula, what you need to do is you need to go to room405.tv forward slash change for her forward slash. I can send you the link. You can share it with your listeners as well. Wonderful. And that is where we write our names and that is where we sign up. So, the room405.tv forward slash change for her forward slash. Okay, well, we, we will and put it on the Hellenic Radio site as well so that people can click and then take part. Is it a petition that people sign? That is correct. And, and you know, we would really welcome that support. So thank you to Hellenic Radio. Thank you to Yugula for this level of support. It's something that we feel strongly about and it's not a once-off campaign. You know, it's not a flash in the pan. Mm. It's not something that we saw just on Women's Day because we acknowledge that changing a national coat of arms doesn't happen overnight, but that there is a very, very long process. And so we're in it for the long haul. Mm. We're in it for the long haul. And we're also saying this doesn't have to cost the country, a country, by the way, who's economy is really struggling. Mm. This doesn't have to cost us hundreds of millions in the same way that South Africa prints money from time to time and prints new money. Mm. So we're saying if we can at least get an acknowledgement that this needs to be done, we can do it over time. It can be a process as opposed to an event. So that we would use the coat of arms as it is until such time as slowly, slowly the changes would happen and then it would be replaced. How did you come up with the new image of the coat of arms and the changes that were made to it? So it's such a fascinating story as well. The coat of arms and the two people in the coat of arms, the two men, Yula, actually are taken from rock art and they represent the Khoi and the Khoisan community. And the the designer from Razor PR, a very, very fascinating man who's got Khoi ancestry himself, decided to tackle this. And we wanted something subtle. We didn't want something too much. We wanted something to continue to represent the Khoi but from a broader perspective, to represent women. And so you'll see that the second figure now has got breasts. Hmm. She's got hair. She is very clearly a woman, as opposed to a stick figure that in our minds is very, very male. Very, very interesting to be part of this. On the night where you launched, it was very interesting how intricate the coat of arms is and the symbolism behind it. I found that very, very interesting. It would be nice to have all elements of our country represented. Any negative feedback that you guys have received? There has been some pushback from those who feel that the coat of arms is very representative of both men and women. And in fact, I had the most fascinating debate just this week Mm. with somebody who was involved in the original coat of arms and who worked very closely with then President Thabo Mbeki. And, And he was saying to me, but our coat of arms is actually the most feminine of all in the world. And again, saying that those two figures do not represent men, but they represent humanity. Our argument is that's all good and well. 
But if it does then represent humanity, the female form is a very particular form and we would like it to be a lot more representative of what we look like today actually. Mm. So that has been one of the, the pushbacks that we've had. The other one has been the money issue and what it's going to cost us. Mm. And then of course the other bit of feedback has been around South Africa has got so many issues and we really feel that we addressed that to say we don't have to ignore any of the other issues and nothing and no one's been ignored here. We're just saying let us add one more conversation point onto the South African discussion table and let us take it from there. Mm, I think you're very right. There are many issues, but as issues come up, so must they be tackled. And this has now come up in the most wonderful way because it's a time where things are shifting in our world. We've seen that COVID-19 has changed many things, brought many things to light. And perhaps this is one of those positive changes that can come out of this very difficult time, sending a very powerful message, not only to our country, but I think across the world. I'm hoping that this will lead to a recognition that everything, including a coat of arms in a country, does need to be properly interrogated. And imagine that. You are so right. Imagine if we started Mm. um, not just a movement in South Africa, but a worldwide movement. It also prompted me, by the way, Yula, to look at the coat of arms of our provinces, which I've never really focused on before. They don't depict humans, actually. They depict animals and the big five in South Africa mainly. So um, it was something that did make me think about the coat of arms in our provinces as well. Yes, maybe we should be that generation to make that change. How exciting for Newsroom Africa and well done to all of you. Prominent personalities all putting their support in and I think we've seen a wonderful reaction to this. So it's been very exciting for me to watch this and I thank you for all this amazing positive energy that you've been putting out into our country during this difficult time. It's um, room405.tv so, Yula, if people want to support this campaign, and we're hoping that they do, it is room405.tv forward slash change for her forward slash. Very exciting. And, of course, you can look at hashtag change for her on the Internet and you will see so much. It really is quite exciting and it's something to unite us all in this time. And maybe we can really make that little difference that will be a big difference because it sends that very powerful message. Thank you always for updating us. We really wish you all the best for the change for her movement. And uh, we thank you for bringing this to our country as Newsroom Africa. We wish you all the best of luck, Katie Katapodis, of course, the director of Nala Media and also the Vice Chairperson of SANEF and also the News Director of Newsroom Africa. Thank you very much for being with us. Katerina, se ευχαριστούμε πάρα πάρα πολύ. Και εγώ, Γιώλα, σε ευχαριστώ πολύ για την υποστήριξη. Bye-bye. Ευχαριστώ, Γιώλα. Bye.